Have you seen God do the impossible? What is your response when God does the impossible? This is Friday, December 8th, and this week we've seen how through the power of the Spirit of God, John recognized Jesus from his mother's womb. The story of both babies coming into the world was a miracle. First, Elizabeth was beyond childbearing years, and Mary, well, she didn't have a husband. She was a virgin. This leads us to our scripture text for today. This is Genesis chapter 18, verse 9 to 12. Where is your wife Sarah? They asked him. There in the tent, he said. Then one of them said, I will surely return to you about this time next year, and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Now Sarah was listening at the entrance to the tent, which was behind him. Abraham and Sarah were already very old, and Sarah was past the age of childbearing. So Sarah laughed to herself as she thought, Am I worn out, and my Lord is old? Will I now have this pleasure? Now this is the scene of the first miracle birth recorded in Scripture. Sarah and her husband Abraham had long given up on having a baby. Sarah is elderly. She's passed through menopause decades before the promise was given to her by God. Yet the Lord visited Abraham, and before leaving, the Lord promised that a baby would soon be coming. The Lord promised that before had promised this before, and yet many years had passed. So Sarah's instinctive response to the word of the Lord is to laugh. You've got to be kidding me. After all these years, Sarah will have a baby? <laughs> Very funny. The Lord tells Abraham that before the year is out, there'll be a bouncing baby on his knee. Have you noticed how often God works through miraculous births? Why does God do this? Well, he wants to begin with a promise to do the impossible. We humans know how babies are conceived, how they develop, and how they're born. So God can't pull one over on us here. But God often does this to reveal his power and his purposes. For example, think of Samson. His parents had no children, but the Lord gave them a man who would become one of the judges of Israel. Again, another promised baby. Samuel is another such example. Hannah, his mother, could bear no children, but the Lord heard her prayer and gave her a son. And Samuel became one of the greatest prophets of God. But do we trust God to do the impossible? Advent is a time when we relearn the truth about the way God works to do more than we could ever ask or imagine. C.S. Lewis remarked that truth is stranger than fiction because, well, we write fiction to suit ourselves. God's ways are so much higher than our own that we cannot see what is coming. And when it does, we have difficulty believing. I love that scene from Alice in Wonderland by Lewis Carroll when Alice explains, well, she just cannot believe. Here's how that scene unfolds. Alice laughed. There's no use trying, she said. One can't believe impossible things. I dare say you haven't had much practice, said the queen. 
When I was your age, I always did it for half an hour a day. Why sometimes I believed as many as six impossible things before breakfast. Now perhaps we need to work on believing impossible things. We need to believe that God is in control of our world even when events seem to be unfolding randomly, or in a way we think may be meaningless. Or we need to believe that God will redeem our world from top to bottom when it doesn't feel like we're seeing it. We need to believe that Jesus will return when it seems like he's been a long time coming, that he will rule and reign and renew the creation. And we need to believe that we matter and that our lives matter, but there are days when it seems almost impossible to believe this. And this is the reason we go back to Mary and Elizabeth, these impossible births, and how Jesus and John came into the world to show us the way of God, and how in Jesus we were able to see and know who God is and come to God. We see God in visible form. I know this seems impossible, that the eternal, all-powerful, all-wise and loving God could enter into our world and take on human flesh and live for a while among us. But this is just what has taken place in Jesus. So laugh all you want. The baby was born. To Sarah in her old age, to Elizabeth who couldn't have children, and to Mary who had never been with a man. But maybe we too need a bit more practice. Because in each case, the impossible happened. Samson and Samuel were born to surprised but thankful parents. They went on to serve God in the strength that God provided to them. And Jesus was born in Bethlehem. In fulfillment of the promises God had given to Adam and Eve, and to generation after generation, all the way to Mary. What is impossible thing to God doing in our midst even now? I hope you can see it and you can rejoice. Let's pray. Promise keeping God, remind us that your ways are so much higher than our own, that your thoughts are higher than the heavens. Give us your spirit, we pray, to help us when we struggle to believe that we might live in the joy that is ours in Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen.